no, you're, you're you're speaking out of emotion because anybody with clear sense logic, clear sense logic would never say that Kyrie Irving is not a top two draft pick. Over okay, again, if you're yes. redoing, hey, hold on, if you're redoing the 2011 draft, knowing what Clay Thompson is, knowing what Jimmy Butler is, yes. knowing what Kawhi Leonard is, yes, Kawhi first, Kyrie two. I'd pick all three of them before I'd pick Kyrie. And that's clear hate. You're not I'd pick logic. Clay, I'd yes, pick Kawhi, and clear I'd pick hate. nope. That is hate, bro. Nah. Yeah. yeah, 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 sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show, sports show. We get it on, get it on. Uh. Yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. We get it on. Uh. Yeah. yeah, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. I'm your host, Big Baby, aka the soul of RB. We're not gonna waste y'all time too much longer. I heard what was going on at the beginning of the episode. We have BK Matt, we have the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. The queen will be with us shortly, gentlemen. Um, we're talking about the 2011 draft and how we would draft it. Um, if we were drafted over, who would go first? Peter's saying he would not draft Kyrie before Clay, uh, Jimmy, and uh, Kawhi. Matt saying Peter's out his mind. He's bugging. He's out his ever loving. He, I wish, I wish certain people would not watch sports with emotion, and that, and that's the problem with a lot of fans today. Everybody looks at shit through their emotion instead of logic. Logically speaking, what is wrong with Kyrie Irving on the basketball court? You can't name nothing. Nothing. He plays defense. He can score. There's no stopping him when he scores. So I'm trying to understand, why do you hate this man so much that you won't give him his credit to how good he really is? I can understand he's a, he's a basket case to some, not to me. He's a basket case of some, but it shouldn't overshadow how good he is or how great he is. See, here, here's the problem. It shouldn't overshadow it, but it does because... No, it doesn't. Does. Only to people like you, Pete. No, 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 because here's the thing. Real ballers, real, ball, real ballers look at Kyrie and they hold him to that standard. But here's people the thing. But again, I, here's the problem that I have with Kyrie, right? And here's where a lot of people forget this is if not a one-on-one. On one. If, on. if it ain't about him on the court, I don't even want to hear it. Hold on. This is not a one-on-one -on -one game. Yes, when I take Kyrie Irving's skills as a singular player and I put him one-on-one -on -one against some of the best players in the NBA, does he have the skill sets to match up? Of course he does. No one's going to argue Kyrie's skill set. But this is a team game. And the one thing Kyrie Irving has not been – Anywhere he has been in the NBA is a good, functioning teammate. Whether that's on the court or whether that's on the court. How did Cleveland win a championship and how did they make the finals? 
And they I did that on the backs of LeBron James. On the backs of LeBron James. Stop. Kyrie Irving averaged 27 and 8. Are you fucking serious right now? We and all that know what he did. Again, we all know. We all know what he did on the court. No one's going to deny the numbers. So then but how can you say he's not a good functioning teammate? Because there's a reason why people in Cleveland didn't want to play with him anymore. There's a Whoa. reason why LeBron didn't want to play Whoa. with him anymore. There's LeBron a reason why LeBron didn't want to play with him anymore. For him to come to the Lakers now. What are you talking about, Pete? Pete, you're, you're stop. You got to. You, you, you picked up the phone. Hold on. You picked up the phone and you spoke to LeBron James. And LeBron James told you he wanted to play with Kyrie again. You got to listen to other podcasts. You got to listen to the I Am Athlete, the, the I Am Athlete podcast. You got to listen to the Matt Barnes and, and, and Steve. LeBron James, quote LeBron words, say. Vocally that he did not have no problems with Kyrie. This is all media propaganda that is making it seem like he is such a fucked up teammate and people didn't want to play with him. If nobody wanted to be with, have Kyrie on their team, Boston wouldn't be so goddamn salty like they are right now because they know how good of a player he was. They want him because they, of the talent that he brings to the court. Listen, the same reason, the same reason the Chicago Bulls wanted Dennis Rodman on that team, the same reason why there are teams that wanted Meta World so Peace, aka Ron Artest, because they understand what when he's right, what he brings to the team. But more times than not. Kyrie Irving is not right. I haven't heard not one person that actually played with him say he was a, he was a bad teammate and that they didn't want to play with him. The only thing y'all are going off of is Stephen A. Smith and 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 Shannon Sharp and all these other other media outlets, but you're not hearing it from actual players. Nobody has a problem with Kyrie Irving, bro. Only these media outlets do. Why? Because he called them peons. Or he called them like little puppets being being controlled by puppet masters. This whole I hate Kyrie Irving campaign started when he left Cleveland. I put that on everything. Look it up. Y'all cannot sit there and say beyond a reasonable doubt that Kyrie Irving is a scrub or he's not a great player. Y'all are going off of media shit. And y'all got to stop, bro. Y'all got to stop. You know, what I, you know what I tasked you to do, Pete? I need you to go listen to the I Am Athlete podcast. Kyrie was just on it. And hear his side of the story. Hear his side of the story. Because you're only going off of one. I'm going off what I came out and said, I don't want, I don't, I, I don't like Kyrie. I don't want to, like, I can't play with Kyrie. He, wanted, he Kyrie was mad that good. Kyrie even left Cleveland. I was not a fan of Kyrie from Jump Street. From when he left Duke to when he played on Cleveland, to when he won a championship, to when he went to Boston, to when he came to Brooklyn. I've not been a fan from Jump Street. I've kept the same energy from college. I have kept this same energy. Okay, this is not me having any kind of media narrative based off the fact of what he did in Cleveland or what he did in Boston. What he did in Cleveland and what he did in Boston and what he did in Brooklyn. The media narrative argument was when you said he was a bad teammate. That's the media outlet. Don't switch it around. I get you don't like him. I don't know why you don't like him. It don't make no sense unless he took one of your girls when you when, when y'all was in college or something. I'm, I don't know. I don't Listen, understand it personally. But no matter, it is what it is. No matter how bad, no matter how bad Dennis Rodman was, no matter how bad Dennis Rodman was, San Antonio, Chicago, always lauded, I'd have him on my team any day of the week, right? Any day of the week. 
Ron Artest, even at his worst, people said, I want him on the team. People would say about Ron Artest and Dennis Rodman, no matter how bad personally they were, no matter how much of a basket case they came out to be on certain occasions, no one ever said, I would not want Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, or I would not want Dennis Rodman on my team. you're, You're naming them, but how are they bad teammates? These are you, you're naming people that were successful, right? I'm saying people that were very successful people on their team. championship teams. Pete. Why is it that Boston needed to so badly get rid of Kyrie after one year? He Why is it? Out. That he left. Maybe I'm jumping in at the wrong <laughs> They but, didn't um, want him out. There were complaints of let's not make it seem like Dennis Rodman was like the ideal teammate. I mean, they, they on the last dance, they were talking about how he would go to Nitro and then drink and then go missing. I'm pretty sure that was a source of contention, and I'm pretty sure that put him in hot water with his teammates as well as his team. Oh, no, no. You, you're 100% right. I mean, but what everybody said in those moments was when Dennis Rodman showed up on the court and he was ready to play, he was the best teammate and best player you could he ask had, on he that did 25 years later, though. I'm pretty sure they felt like they felt in the moment, yeah. But what was the what was the premise? I, I basically I was making the argument. First of all, Matt's getting mad at me because I don't like Kyrie from day I'm one. I also all, said I also said that if we had to redraft the 2011 draft where Kyrie was picked number one, that I would pick Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, and Clay Thompson before I pick Kyrie Irving. I agree with that. I don't know so much about Butler, but I I would uh, I would have picked Kawhi and um and uh, what's his face Clay and Clay over Kyrie. Honestly, I would because the thing is, this is my thing about Kyrie. Like people applaud him; he's basically living off his reputation from the Cleveland Cavaliers team. Because I haven't seen anything really of note that mattered ever since. So that's my that's my issue. You get what I'm saying? Like, they say, oh, he should have been on, on the 75, the this, the that, the this. And it's not, you know, scratch all the vaccine stuff. Scratch all the distraction stuff. Scratch everything on that. I'm just talking about play playability and being able to show up in clutch moments when it matters the most. Like, I'm not even, my thing is Kevin Durant, he rushed his ass back from, from a, devastating sur- a devastating injury to be embarrassed in the first round of the playoffs. Because neither him nor Kyrie had the the synergy enough to make anything happen. And I've, but the thing is, it's like not every team is wrong. You know, LeBron is not going to talk bad about Kyrie at all, especially right. He's that's not his type. That's not how he is. You get what I'm saying? So I can't even. Even if he hated Kyrie on the low, he's never going to say that in public. Never. He might tell his wife that. Right. Right. Cat. LeBron James is the most political figure in the NBA. He knows exactly what to say and how to say it. He's never going to say anything severely negative about people because he knows at the end of the day, he is, you know, he is, uh, whatever he says is going to be magnified times a thousand. Yeah, he knows this. Yeah. And I just feel like, um, wait, I, I think... Kyrie, I think with the Nets, they don't, they shouldn't give him a long-term deal. I don't think that he, that team has, that team came with a lot of expectation. And I said this from day one, once they made that first blockbuster big three type of scenario, I, um, 
I'm like, you know, immediately they were talking, they were talking about, okay, it's going to be LA versus Brooklyn and all the stuff like that. And like not realizing that there were other teams that they had to go through that were more of a team. You get what I'm saying? Like Golden State is a team. The Celtics are a team. The Heat are a team. You know what I'm saying? Like we're starting to weed out the superstar heavy teams for more team cohesiveness. And like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it to the, to the day it, it gets better, but basketball has been so mid to me. Like, it has not – I don't know what it is these past couple of years. I don't know if it's the lack of passion. I feel like the players have a lot of control and on the wrong courts. And I feel like it's so – I don't want to say politicized as far as what's going on in the social justice world, but it's highly political when it comes to moving pieces on teams. And I feel like that's why you have, you know – people in the front office and that's why you have people on the court and I feel like they're blurring the lines a little bit too much for me. I agree with that, Tay. I definitely agree with that. Well, my <clears throat> my um opinion on the Kyrie thing. I don't know if I'm picking Kyrie over Clay Thompson. Uh Kyrie at for what he brings to the game, we take away the off-the-court stuff. Kyrie is probably one of the best guards in the league. No question, hands down. Like, uh, and we have to, if we're just talking strictly basketball, Kyrie Irving is still going number two in that draft. Like, strictly basketball. I get That's what I'm uh, talking about. I get Clay Thompson is a two-way player, one of the, one of the best two-way players uh, we have seen. Jimmy Butler is a really good two-way player, but his inconsistencies on, inconsistencies on offense would make me not want to draft him as high as I would draft Kyrie. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. We all know what Kawhi Leonard could be when he's not injured because we've seen him take a Toronto team to the to the finals. As well as – didn't he win rings in San Antonio too? He did. He won, Yes. So yes. damn near single handedly that last one. Them, I'm sorry, you can't put them in the same group. You can't put them in the same category. Kawhi, Ka- Kyrie can't do what Kawhi could do. With that's with, why he goes one. Yeah, Kawhi goes. Yeah. He one. goes one. Kawhi, Kawhi goes is one. number one in that draft pick. Kawhi goes one. Clay goes two. I, like I said, I would. I, it's interchangeable between <laughs> Clay and Kyrie, two and three. But I'm not picking Jimmy Butler over over Kyrie Irving. You're bugging. I mean, this is my thing. This is my thing with Jimmy Butler, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we I think you get a better I think you get a more solid player with Jimmy Butler. And I'm gonna say I think that I think the only difference between Kawhi and Jimmy is that that not Kawhi. Kyrie and Jimmy is that uh Kyrie's been on better teams. And didn't have to be that number one. I don't I, I don't I have a problem with that with that one statement because that Sixer team was very good, and but not, but not better than those, those Cleveland Cavalier teams. And I believe better. so, and I'll tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. There's nobody on that Cleveland Cavaliers team. It's, it's aside from LeBron that is better than Joel Embiid as far as that as far as big goes. I trust JJ Redick with a better jump shot than anybody on that team aside from aside from Kyrie Irving. That's your JRs, that's your Amon Shumperts, that's all of that. They had they had defense. They were deep 
That Sixers team was deep. They shouldn't have lost that 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 series. They lost with a lucky jump, like with a lucky shot to the end of the baseline. Like, and can I be honest? That 2011 draft class was trash. It was. It was. We didn't, and obviously we didn't know that Clay and Jimmy and and Clay and Jimmy and them were going to be what they ended up becoming because they would have been drafted higher. I, but listen, it's not like I'm sitting here saying. Tristan you know, Thompson was number four. Yeah, it's not like I'm sitting here saying take Tobias Harris or Kenneth Fareed over over Kyrie. Right. I mean, can Kemba Walker? Let me tell no, you but you said Jimmy Butler over Kyrie Irving. You're bugging. I mean, bro. I, let me tell you something. Sorry, you're bugging. This is, this I is like how, Jimmy Butler, but you're this bugging. Is how, this is how I feel with Jimmy Butler, Kyrie. Right. When you when you take the whole set, you can't take both players without taking everything. Right. Where Jimmy Butler, unfortunately, gives you the inconsistencies due to injury, Kyrie gives you inconsistencies too. He is not, to me, he has not been a consistent player throughout these years. He has not. Because of his injuries. But I feel like it's more of the distractions. And I feel like, to be honest with you, he flopped it. Where Jimmy flourished in Miami, Kyrie flopped in Boston and is flopping in Brooklyn. In Boston, he was hurt. There was only one series that he was good in. Yeah, that but Pete I, likes to bring up all the I gotta time. Look, which is funny I got to I gotta look at the full picture. It's still on the resume. But if, if but if all right, it's on the resume. Then Jimmy Butler flops in certain series too. But so let, I, let's I, be clear. I'm about by the, a lot more often than not. I'm talking about where Kyrie is supposed to be, as far as how how you speak about him and how people speak about him and how people do not speak about Jimmy Butler. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I feel like if I'm looking at a team. I would take Jimmy Butler over Kyrie because it comes with less distractions and it comes with somebody who's going to give his all every time. Some nights he doesn't have it. Kyrie, I could look at him on some nights and tell that he's talent. He is talented, but hard work trumps talent every time to me. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler is a hard worker. Kyrie- um, my one. Go ahead, Matt. This, this is the problem that I've been having when I have these conversations. And, and and I said it. I said it to Pete, and I, and, I, and this is my problem with Pete. The problem with Kyrie Irving is a lot of y'all do not look at him as far as what he can do on the court. Y'all get so overshadowed and blinded by the off court shit. Not me, not me. And I said that before that. But to say this, but a part of the that equation, man. Hold up, hold up, hold hold up, hold up. So to say that one, he doesn't do hard work. The, the, the hard work overtrumps everything. Nobody can tell me that Kyrie Irving doesn't have hard work because there's been there's been players on record that says that they have never seen anybody do the drills and stuff that he does to become the master artist that he is as far as his talent. The master so, artist. Yeah, a lot of players have said that they 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 champion it to Kobe and his work ethic. So that's one. Two. Everything that y'all that y'all champion Jimmy Butler on doing on the court, Kyrie Irving does to a 10. I'm sorry. But what y'all say on but what we all can agree on with Jimmy Butler is there's a lot of sometimes he can do it, sometimes he goes missing. Whereas Kyrie Irving, you know you're getting 25, 8, and 4. You so mean I don't, that, I don't, that, that Kyrie doesn't go missing, fam? You gonna sit there and say that with a straight face? You're only going with this Boston series. That's the and that's what I'm saying. You can't judge this Boston series. Don't do that to me. I'm I'm, I'm I, not I, judging. I'm my, not doing it to you. I'm I've talking kept, about I've in general. Same, I've kept the same energy. 
So, that's so you telling me Kyrie Irving goes missing as much as Jimmy Butler does and clutch it? I, I'm, not, and I'm just saying, don't, don't make it say, I don't feel like, me personally, Kyrie is not a master artist. That's you. I can appreciate it. There's NBA players that say it. Yeah, there's that NBA are in the league. They say, of, they, say of, they say a lot of stuff because they're supposed to say it. They don't have to say it. They, they bring it up randomly. They do, though. Let me tell you no, something. They don't. Look at, what's, what's homeboy Pat Beverly, right? Look at what he said about Chris Paul. And look at, we talking about, people talk about Pat Beverly now more than ever because of the things that he said. And you and I both agree, they probably weren't as disrespectful as they can be. They could have He wasn't been. all the way wrong. Hold on, but hold on. Let me let me make my point. Go ahead. The, the NBA is like a fraternity, right? Hold on. The NBA is like a fraternity, right? Like how we will sit here and talk shit about each other to each other on this thing. Right, but I would never go to another podcast. I would never. I'm going to talk about you in the highest, utmost respect, even though I feel that way. But imagine another player is going to talk about Kyrie Irving like that, who actively plays. They don't do that. They don't. They don't play against each other and things like that. I'm just saying, other NBA players say it because I feel like they have to say it. I don't feel like it's they're saying it out the kindness of their heart. If that make any sense to me, I understand you know what you're saying. You're saying? But my thing is, I listen to a lot of these podcasts, right? I, I like I said, I study a lot of shit. I don't I'm say sorry, things. The NBA is mid. I, I don't say I don't say things unless I have I've heard it firsthand from things. So a lot of these players that are saying it, these are questions that they ask, right? Like if you listen to the Knuckleheads podcast, or you listen to All the Smoke, or you listen to um 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 what's that? What's JJ Reddick's pod, podcast, right? A lot of these players that come on. They're not being asked about Kyrie Irving, right? They'll be like, all right, who do you whose routine do you think is the most like craziest? They'll go Kyrie Irving or they'll say LeBron James or they'll say Kobe as far as they've ever seen in their in their life. Who's the most skilled player in of all time? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Like they don't I've have these heard, things. Heard, they study. I've never heard Kyrie Irving being called the most skilled player of all time. Hey, I'm sorry. God, when we I've never over, heard I'm it. A, I'm a four, I've I'm never a heard it. And whoever said that should not be talking about basketball. They're My NBA team, players. We've been, okay? we've, been, we've been talking. I, I don't care what they. I don't care what an NBA player says. But that holds merit. They have an it opinion. holds merit. It doesn't hold merit to me because the thing is, at the end of the day, as somebody who is who has been a publicist for years, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. You get what I'm saying? Those bite lines. Make as many friends as you can in the NBA. Look at what look at what making friends do for you in the NBA. Now, more than ever. Look at look at what making friends in the NBA does for you. You want a Kyrie Irving on your side because you get a KD on your side. And if you don't like your team that much, you know what I'm saying? Having the right friends can help you make the right moves. It's not like how it was back in the days. And that's why it's mid to me. Because look, I, me, you, and, and Dre. Right, say that I'm close with Dre, right? And I'm going, and you and, and you and Dre are close to y'all playing on the same team. But I want to play on y'all team because I'm tired of my, the politics of my team with Pete. So you know what? I'm gonna talk about you, Dick Ride you on these podcasts, and then now we friends because now you appreciate my ego. You get what I'm saying? It's all about the I see through the, the through the nonsense, and that's why I keep saying that the NBA is mid to me. Because now we could just all band together and make these super teams and make gazillions of dollars and being able to play mediocre on the court. 
the national period. And we've been having this, Kyrie. I'm talking about just the just basketball purists in general have been having this Kyrie debate about is he overrated since 2014. Right. So it's not like I'm just saying it because I don't like Kyrie. It's been a constant narrative. And people act like Kyrie is the type of player that Steph Curry is, and he's not on that level. So and on what level? Pretending. On what I think level? The thing also is, it's something that Tay, and, and, and I think it's something that Tay's been touching on. The actual, yeah. the, all right, that's not all peripheral because the actual play, everybody shoots a three point. Nobody really, the reason why Giannis is being heralded as much as he is because he is one of the only players that actually drives to the basket and tries to do everything to make two point shots. Every game that I've watched in the playoffs, and I'm not the only person who says this, I've heard other analysts say this, the three ball used to be like a secondary opportunity. The three ball to me is everything in the league now. The three ball, three balls and fouls. If I'm watching the game, I know I'm going to see 70,000 three-point shots and 50,000 foul calls. Off of stuff to me, that's nonsense. You want me to respond to that? Huh? You want me to respond no, to that? Somebody asked the question, why do I feel like it's mid? That's what I was answering. I can, I'm just saying I have a response to it, but you know. But I was I was gonna it's say that it's not nothing for me to debate. Like well, not trying to debate, it's a conversation. Yeah. Because no, we I think that conversation needs to be had because again, I felt the way from what James Worthy said. That that pissed me off. I don't like that. But wait, get- I'm just talking about he the guy whoever it was asking me. I didn't catch the name. And I'm not trying his to name be in Forte, Forte, I think that's the name. Okay, this is my thing. Vin Forte says, I disagree about everyone shoot threes. Teams tried that a few years ago, and we've seen that only a few guys can pull those shots consistently. The play is actually more diverse today. Yeah, no, because listen, the mid-range jumper does not exist in the NBA. That's not um, true. Any, any, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It, DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Listen, Matt, we, can, we, can, we can count on our, uh, one hand how many people are really efficient from, from the mid-range. I can count more than five if you want to be hunted. We want no, the mid-range jump I shot could. truly is the lost art of the mid-range jumper. You do not see small forwards living in that lane between the three-point line and, and, sure. and the paint. You don't you see sure? a lot of you don't see Are you sure? people playing back to the basket. You don't Are see you that sure? anymore. That old style of the NBA has been has so degenerated. You said back to your basket. So, so are you saying Joker point. doesn't play back to the basket? Is that what you're telling I'll me? Right now? one guy. Yo, you are living but on one I'm, freaking I'm not dude, saying man. only one guy. One, I can one, name one person. Everybody can one dude. I can name one guy. The entire NBA. I can name him. You want me to? I could. To sit here and say that the league has not. I gave you one they live and die on a three nowadays. Somebody that was an it's MVP really, player. Really Don't do that. I can name one of them. No, they live and die on a three, and you know it, man. You name certain players that that are three point shooters. Not everybody can say that the three point has dom- has not dominated the league for the past five six years. Can we can we at least agree on that, dude? You got four yes. and five. We yes. got fours, power forwards, power forwards, and centers who are literally being told. To shoot three, seven footers. That doesn't mean that everybody is only relegated to three-point shooters. There's some fours and fives that can play back to the basket, Pete. Thanks for trying. No, I can name them. 
I can name them. Yeah, you got guys who can play back to the basket. Teams are constructed to live and die by the three-point shot. That's what it is. Yes, are there guys in the league that can play back to the basket? Are there guys that can shoot? I'm sure every single player in the NBA has the has the athletic talent to shoot from the mid-range. I'm sure they do. But analytics and the way that the game is played nowadays, it's run and gun, it's fast break, it's hit the three-point shot, it's get back, it's fouls, like Tay said, and live and die by the foul line and the three-point line. You don't see teams constructed in the same way they were constructed in the early 2000s. You don't see them constructed in the way they were uh, constructed in the mid-2000s. You don't see, and, 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 and Tay had a 100% point, Giannis is a relic of a time long gone past. He is a center who will go down and bang in the low post and will put those shots down. Now, granted, he's also a center who can handle the ball, drive with the ball. You didn't see Shaq and Carl Malone and all these other players bringing the ball down the court like they're a point forward. That is literally something that has come. Listen, Magic was the first. Magic Johnson was the first point forward in the NBA. And it's why it was such a big deal because nobody had ever seen that before. You've never seen a dude who was seven feet tall being able to handle the ball like a point guard. But now you see that everywhere. Now you see it everywhere all the time. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not, you're not going to see, but why is a guy like uh, Jokic shooting threes, Embiid shooting threes? All of that, you know, is stuff that you wouldn't have seen in the NBA 10 years ago. I, Wait, I didn't see his uh, the last comment. So Vin said um, Giannis winning the chip is actually a great example of how going to the opposite of the three and pounding away at guess, what you think that's what that did, that's what that did for Giannis strategy. this year. It did nothing. He's sitting there watching the playoffs from home just like we are. And I think the only reason why that worked for, for the Bucks last year is because these Phoenix Suns are not a good interior defensive team. Perimeter defense, they are amazing. Interior, absolutely not. Right. And you look at look at even how the defenses are built nowadays. Defenses are built to get three and D guys. That's what they're literally called. Are you a three and D guy? Are you a stretch? Are you a this? Are you that? Right? They are literally built on the fact that we want to defend the three-point shot because everybody's shooting the three. Yeah, I hate that everybody's shooting the three. And to be honest with you, it's to me, to me, right? The teams will go for the three before they go for the long range two. I've seen it so many times, especially <laughs> if you, especially in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm trying to make. I, I get what Forte is saying. You get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, the league has tried to turn a corner with the threes, but they just can't get off of it. They can't. They cannot. And like and like you said, like it makes me sick to see centers shooting threes. It makes me sick to see power forward shooting threes. You're you're a power power forward. As a woman who played the power forward role, you have to protect the paint and stuff it in the paint. That's your job. No, this is true. And uh to Matt's point, um I get what he was saying in terms of there are mid-range there are a lot of mid-range scorers there are but i don't think there are they are as efficient as they should be because 
the mid-range shot, according to analytics, is not the most efficient shot anymore. Not saying there are not players who back out and, and shoot the turnaround fade. I'm not saying that there are players who are players like, you know, like a DeMar DeRozan, like even Joel Embiid from time to time. But even though I, I feel like sometimes he shoots more threes in mid-range. Even Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving. A couple people are, are are really efficient at the mid-range shots, but I don't I don't believe that the shot is taken enough anymore for us to feel like it's part of the game still. That that's what I feel you're about right. the mid-range shot. But to say, but when he said, "Oh, you're naming one player," I named Nikola Nikola Joker. Why? Because he's the MVP and he made his bread and butter off the back to the basket. I can name Boogie Cousins. I can name Tristan Thompson. I can name a couple players that play back to the basket. So but because they, they add, it well. doesn't, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist in the NBA. Just because some is more than others doesn't mean it doesn't but exist Matt, in the NBA. Matt, my question, you, I'm saying. My, my question to you is, do you think that the NBA relies a lot on three-pointers? It's because, yeah, I do. I'm just saying. I 100% yes, do. It's faster. Yeah. It's a faster pace, yes. It's a faster, I agree with yeah. that. It's a faster but I'm not going to say that it doesn't you, exist. Can you... Can you? Uh, we're we're playing. We're we're talking about semantics, right? Of course, it exists, but it doesn't exist in a space where it makes an effective impact on the league. That's that's my thing. And yes, you see how Jokic and and them they make base to me. They make basic plays, right? That that give you traditional NBA stuff, right? And they are heralded for it. They're not even that great at it. They are heralded for it because nobody can tell me that Embiid didn't deserve the MVP this year. That's a fact. Nobody can tell me that. That's a fact. But then nobody can tell my, me that. My look, thing is, is I, my thing, hold, on, hold up real quick. Hold up real quick. Because it's to Pete. Pete, you know I love you. We're going to have, we, we brothers. We're going to argue. But you brought up Jimmy Butler earlier. Jimmy Butler is not a three point shooter, he is a mid range demon. Chris Middleton, middle range demon. We know this. DeMar DeRozan, middle range demon. Do we These call are not them demons? Three do we point call shooters. them demons because they're the only ones who do it? No, I'm calling them demons because no matter yeah, how, how hard you defend it, they're going to hit that. That's their go to. Kobe Bryant was the same way. No matter how much you defend it, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, but it's hard for me to, it's hard for me, let me say something. It's hard for me to talk about Kobe in this capacity because he, he, wouldn't, he's not, he didn't play in the same league. Just, let me just throw, let me just throw the numbers at you, right? Since 1994 to 1997, when they reduced the distance of the three-point line, three-pointers are shot at a 40% clip, right? In the 2015-2016 season, there were only six teams that took at least 30% of their shots, or sorry, 33% of their shots, a third of their total shots, only six teams that took a third of their shots from three-point range. As of last season, Matt, 28 of the 30 teams in the NBA took at the minimum 33% of their shots from behind three-point range. And the only two teams that didn't were the Washington Wizards, who took 32%, and the San Antonio Spurs, who took 31% of their shots from behind the three-point line, okay? This, this is what it is. We're talking about, you know, put it to you like this. 
the 1987-88 Boston Celtics, who I believe won the championship in 87-88, their highest three-point percentage shooter was Casey Jones. 10% of his shots, 10% of the Boston Celtics shots came from behind the three-point line. Compare that with 2017-2018 with the Houston Rockets. First in the league, 50% 50% of their shots from behind the three-point line, okay? And when we look at the big-name players nowadays, okay, look at it like this. In 2005-2006, Ray Allen set the three-point record with 269 three-pointers in one year, in one season. 2005-2006, okay? In 15 years since then, that record has been broken 16 times. That record has been broken 16 times in 15 se- in 16 seasons. With, with, with your boy, Light Skin Jesus, breaking that record six times, right, in 16 years. Right now, right now, the record is 402. 402. By who? Light Skin Jesus. By Steph Curry. Curry yeah. to- but 54% of his shots. If I wanted to see a three-point contest, I'm going to watch the All-Star game. I'm not going to watch a regular game right. on Sunday night to watch the three-point shooting contest. Put like, it to you like this. 54% of Steph Curry's 54% of Steph Curry's shots over the last eight seasons have been three-point shots. The percentage of three-point attempts, let's just say attempts, is as high as 30%. In 2019-2020, we're talking about 30% of the game for majority of teams. 33% of their game is built around the three-point shot. If you and look, the rest, And the rest, the other 30% is built off of drawing fouls. Right. They're driving. They're drawing driving. Fouls. They're like, getting fouls. They're getting layups in the lane. That's what a lot of this is. It's not like it used to be. It's not like it used to be. Right, but it, and and I don't want it to go back to like a three point uh, where guys shot nine three pointers in an entire game where the team shot nine threes. But when you look at the stats of some games, when you look at the box scores, Matt, most teams are taking double the amount of three point shots than they are two point shots. If you look at the field goal percentage of most players and you take away the number of threes they they've taken in the game their single their their field goal percent their field the number of field goal attempts that they have that are not threes are sometimes in the single digits it's not like it used to be where a guy would take 25 shots in a game and four or five of them would be from the three point from the three point line now it's i'm taking 25 shots i'm shooting 18 from the three point line seven i'm either driving or in the mid range because we can't tell unless we have advanced advanced metrics. <laughs> oh, I wasn't asked since I came in late. Can somebody ask me how my day was? I wasn't asked either. Nobody was asked how their day was. We just jumped right into the to the show. So, so the Kyrie Irving thing. To Pete's the Kyrie Irving thing. Because Pete's a hater. So we, we really just jumped. You know what? I'm banning Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving will not be mentioned by me until he wins the championship. It was he put the shit under his name. We would have never I, even yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, it. What is that? He need to be on the on the um on the the Nigerian Nigerian nightmares. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Also, by the way, just uh, Matt, he, I'm gonna send you something. But they had a chart when you looked at it. Almost I want my day. I want somebody to ask me about my day because I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Almost in 2020, 2021, almost 49 percent of shots came from the paint. Almost 40 percent of shots came from the three point range, and only about 12 percent of shots came from the mid range. I'm gonna send you this graph because it shows the progression of how the mid range has dropped. So when we talk about 10% of the game, Matt, that's essentially non-existent in today's game. Pete, but to say it's non-existent hello, when you know you have superstar players that play in the mid range, Hello, hello. Sorry. Hello. Queen, how was your Queen, how was your week? Dre, can you introduce us all? Can we do the year, year please? I think we need to restart over. We're like 50 minutes into this, <laughs> to this show. To the whole over. hour was heated. This we might have been the most over. heated episode ever. All right. I'm, I'm just going to use the old theme for, for this. Came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you, know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah, everybody gonna be like, "Yo, what the hell happened? Why they start over in the middle I'm of the episode?" Gonna hold you. I like the Vin Forte guy. I like him. I like him a lot, even though I do think Harden is losing a step, but I do like him. But this was he. He doesn't. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna end this um, since since these since these uh responses are really directed towards me feeling like the league is mid. The league is mid. <laughs> There's no passion there anymore. It's corny to me. Everybody just want to play basketball with their friends. If you want to do that, go to the YMCA and start a, a um a league. My week was fine. I bought a car. <laughs> back into my uh, somebody back into my car and scratched my baby. I like this guy. Is this putting the AB? I like John isn't mid yet. I mean, I feel like we have. I, the current product of the NBA is mid to me, right? That's not to say that we could potentially have better players like John Morant to come and reinvigorate the league. But for the past, like for me, for the past, especially like five years, you know what I'm saying? Like it's been like lackluster at best. You get what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm tired of the, the politics being played behind the scenes. You know, everybody playing player GM. You get what I'm saying, and I w- I don't know. He he say for, for what Tay what um Vin said is, um, are you expecting Ja to be mid yet? That's what he. That's no, because he's not for mid people, yet. Yeah, for people listening, because because people can't. Yeah, <laughs> can't um, I'm not I'm not saying that he's mid yet. I misspoke. I said that it's players like Ja Morant who can potentially show us. That, that we can find our way out of the current league. I'm tired of it. I'm trying okay. to understand where y'all want the league to go. I feel like I it's it a to lot. Go back to passion, okay? You wanted to go to fights. That's yeah. what you want. I want to see why. You, so you like the way that they viewed us as thugs and and like we're alone. What you mean? Because you, bruh, really. I just, I mean, really? we're a long way from the malice in the palace. We can't be well, mad the that they're the we're not, we're, the we're not the too far. We're not too far away from it. 
You're not too far away from How you they're figure? They're not fighting me. Well, yeah, because these fans but are just The Mouse Battles are started because of disgusting fans. Yep. Who can't, and to be honest with you, all y'all dirty fans that go to these events and they harass people and stuff like that, that still exists. I see it all the time. Like well, We almost had it with Chris Paul. We almost yeah. had it with that fan who came out. Like, My man on. said, meet me outside. But yeah, Ja, to me, the, the jury's still out on Ja. I think that there's a there's too much on this man's shoulders. I feel like let him play and see where it goes. But the league right now is like Diet Coke. My man, okay. I think he showed what, yeah, what Vin is saying. Yeah, he showed Vin- it already, but the thing is the jury is still out. He still has some time to develop it. And I feel like he is a, a reflection of what the league could be. But the, the, to be honest with you, do you know what I compare the league to now? Like, when you used to love Coca-Cola, right? Ooh. And you couldn't get enough of Coca-Cola. You couldn't get enough of it. I used to watch every game. Like, I would drink, you know, drink Coca-Cola. And then somebody would be like, yo, we don't have Coca-Cola no more, but we have Diet Coke. You could drink it, but it don't taste the same, don't feel the same, don't view the same. That's why I feel like the, the league is mixed. I'm I'm worried about John Moran. I feel like he's gonna go to Derrick Rose route. I hope not, but he's the same I mean, type player Derrick Rose is. Not uh, gonna that's that's how I'm praying. He he, not he, gonna I wouldn't even he develops something else. I no no, but usually like skywalkers or like guys that slash to the basket, their their life, you know, capacity is a little bit short in the league. Yeah. You don't want them like just depending on that. You got Blake Griffin who who relatively Ventured away from just dunking, he developed the mid range and a three point shot. So I mean, I ain't worried about no damn Blake Griffin. Okay, I'm just saying if it he's as not an jumping example. over kids, if he's not jumping over kids, I don't. But you said yourself that he was important because of his mid range, his defense too. I never well. once said anything about Blake Griffin's mid range. His no, defense. I just said you said he was important. Yeah, he was important. But yeah, we talked. We jumped all around the world. That I mean, 2011, I think that's what's great. That 2011 draft class was trash. Tristan Thompson is known best for being Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy more than his game. And <laughs> I think there's several guys who were drafted top 10 who are not even in the league anymore. I didn't even realize Chandler Parsons was drafted in 2011. What the hell happened to him? Uh, but uh, his, his legs got messed up, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but <laughs> if I'm redoing that draft, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm not going to debate with you for another 48 minutes and 15 seconds, but I am not putting I'm not putting Kyrie Irving over Kawhi Leonard, and I'm not putting him. Oh man, I love Penny Hardaway. Y'all too young Me for too. Penny. Yeah. But, um, y'all, y'all too young for 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 Penny Penny. But um, I'm not putting Kyrie over um, what's his face Kawhi, and I'm not putting Kyrie over Clay. I'm not arguing those two. I said I was talking about Jimmy Butler. With Jimmy Butler, this is my thing, right? My problem with Jimmy Butler is I think I put it in the chat last night. I said there's some nights where he plays like a monster. That you are scared. He's like that man. When you remember when watching the the wire, rest in peace to Michael Kenneth Williams, and you know that Omar's coming out with that with that trench coat and his guns. Sometimes Jimmy Butler reminds me of that. And then there's sometimes when Jimmy Butler forgets who he is and thinks that he is his uncle Jimmy Butler and just plays like the oldest man that's on the court. So, I get it. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, oh shit. If I really want to get technical, the Miami, I would be surprised if the Miami Heat win. 
She compared yeah, Jimmy Butler to Omar. Omar coming. I mean, Miami's right. going to need Miami's going to need to pull. <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami's going to need to pull everything out to win the ball. And you know, Michael Kenneth Williams is a really good friend of mine. So <laughs> for me to even, it, it has to be, it has to be an honor for me to have even compared Jimmy Butler to Michael Kenneth Williams. I think what's interesting about the NBA, and I will say this is the one area where I am enjoying the NBA, is I think for the first time in a long time, we're actually seeing, even though they didn't make it as far, uh, we're starting to see a, a, a lot more teams emerge than just the teams we're used to. Like, granted, we're still going to see the Golden State Warriors in their sixth final in the last y'all eight was years. Not, y'all were not riding the Golden State coattails like me. I've been riding the Golden State coattails before the season started. No, you're if right. And what I'm, but what I'm saying is we're starting to see Dre. the Not Dre. Dre no. gave me heat. Dre. I didn't say I didn't say Golden State was going with I say Golden State was going to the final. No, right. you didn't say that. And I said you said we're gonna have a parade on Flatbush. We're gonna Brooklyn. Right. I'm gonna need Pizza Lakers. So you dead gonna ignore me, Dre? Dre, you gonna ignore me, Dre? That's what you're doing Dre right know. now. Cause Dre know. I didn't say Golden State wasn't going to the finals. Nope. I don't recall. I think you picked Phoenix with me. Wow. You originally said you originally said Brooklyn was going to the finals. I didn't say Golden State wasn't going to the finals. Against I didn't say Golden State wasn't going to the finals, though. Against the Lakers. You 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 said Lakers. I remember you saying it I, like whoa. I, I told you of Gates. You, 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 you asked me to answer, you're gonna jump, you're gonna jump over me. You asked me to answer, you're gonna jump over hey. me. Because I'm gonna play it for the net, after, but, I'm gonna play the after the European. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nobody right. knows right. after the year, but you and Dre. Right. I, I, I don't think I've ever watched the episode of After the Year. So if y'all said that on that, then that's good as not telling me at all. all right. I'm so saying it on you. Moving forward, the NBA Finals. The Warriors are back in the finals, and uh, they're gonna win it all. Boston and Miami are in the game. The Draymond hot breath. Yeah, Draymond pretty much pumped up the, the Miami Heat to to win that next game, even though um, there's a, a why is he even uh, talking? Because he's part of the media now. He probably wants Miami to win because he thinks they'll have an easier time beating Miami than they will beating Boston. Which I think they will. I think they will. I think they'd have. I think they'd have a a a a better. I don't. Way easier time. Matt, do you go to every? Do you go to? Do you answer every question you ask? He didn't want to. He didn't. Y'all didn't watch every party. Do you go to every party you invited to? Fucking Shaq, bro. It was Shaq. It was all Shaq for. Shaq asked him, so who who do you want to who do you want to face in the finals? No, no, don't do that, Dre. Don't do that, Draymond. I know you. Who you wanna who you wanna face? Dre said, Well, I know we're gonna end up playing the Boston Celtics. That's what he said. And Udonis has him talking shit. His ass wasn't even in the game. I don't know why he's talking shit, but whatever. Udonis has him play three minutes a year. Ooh. I like I love you, Donis Hazel, by the way. <laughs> um <laughs> well, listen, I got um I got Boston. Um, you know, I've had Boston coming out of the East this entire uh this entire show. Um, you know, I've said that I think Boston's gonna go. I think Boston's a team nobody's talking about. I thought it was gonna be Boston and Phoenix. That was my finals pick. I thought it was gonna be Boston and Phoenix, and then Phoenix obviously got bumped out. 
Um, you know, but I'm, I, you know, it's it's weird to to really realize that the the Golden State Warriors have been in the NBA Finals for six of the last eight seasons. It's ridiculous to think about it. It really is. It just shows how dominant they've really been. The two years that they weren't there. Again, the Eastern team won and the Western team won. Why are you worried about me? Like, we look back. we Well, everybody except for Tay. We look back favorably on, you know, the, 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 the Bulls run. Six out of eight seasons, right? For yourself. I don't look back on that. You know, and we're like, oh, my God. That was so... You know how I feel. Please do not. Right. That's what I said. But I think when we really look at it, like, I look at it now, I'm like, my God, is there nobody else in the West that could hold the candles of this team? Nope. Especially with John Stockton as a point guard. I said what I said. So John Stockton yep. was a great point guard. I'm not John going into another debate. I'm no, not debating. I said what I said. I said what the hell I said. And I'm no, sticking by it. Moving forward, moving forward. Darvin Ham has been hired as the Lakers' new head coach. I can't wait until football comes back. At least, Honey Big Ham. Love it. Was. Yeah, the couple years as an assistant coach under Phil Jackson, under Mike Budenholzer. Um, LeBron seems to be excited about this pickup. Um, Terry Don't Scott. Don't tell me what LeBron, what LeBron say because he, his publicist told him to say that. Okay, Go. exactly. That that's one I agree with that. Well, that LeBron one. LeBron's publicist was excited for the pickup. And um, she has to be Terry Scotts and um, Kenny Atkinson were finalists. They ultimately were not chosen. But uh, Sorry, what Pete. do you guys think? What do you guys think of this pickup? I know Pete's upset. You know how he well, feel about Kenny Atkinson. I love Kenny Atkinson, but I think the big thing about this is, you know, when we talk about it, I know the Lakers. One of the things that came out in the report about, you know, the choosing of Darvin Ham was the fact that he was a former player. Um, you know, and I think it was, it's very interesting because they wanted a former player and they, and they legit, and the LeBron whisperer, Brian Windhorse is the one that said it, you know, they wanted somebody who's going to resonate with LeBron James. <laughs> you really don't like him either, do you? <laughs> nah, you talk about Bron sexual, Jesus, man, that, that is a. He made the his whole career off of him. That man is the high chief of, of, of bronze. <laughs> um, you know, but Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham won a won a ring. I think it was his rookie season with Detroit. Uh, then played his last two seasons with the Lakers, which I know was big for the Lakers. The Lakers yeah, are really rookie. big on wanting to bring ex-Lakers back. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Look, his resume is very similar to uh Udoka's. In Boston, and we see how black successful black, he's been. Like black guys, that's why it's similar. No, the resumes in terms of what they've done in their careers as assistant coaches and players. I'm drunk. The resumes are very similar, so it's very interesting to see if maybe you know the success that followed in Boston is able to translate into LA. But I also think the biggest problem he's going to have is he has a roster of aging superstars, and apparently the biggest question that L.A. asked in all of their interviews was, how do you think you can best fit Russell Westbrook in with LeBron and A.D.? So it looks like they want – They don't have to worry about A.D., okay? They don't have to worry about A.D. Yeah, he might not even play. So that's a fact, so. My lips look really good. I feel like I should have went – I feel like I got both times. I'm honestly mad that you braided your hair and then took it out again. I don't even know how you even went that route, but – um. 
to, to the question. It's, uh, it, it's a it's a coping mechanism because I'm trying to work on my temper. I understand. I understand. No, I'm, working I'm, on gonna, that I'm gonna let you have it. What I do now? Talking about Kyrie, I'm tired of talking about Kyrie. Can we? Can we, can we make a pack, please? That until he doesn't does something substantial, that we just do not talk. Because I try not to talk about LeBron James at all. I don't know how hard that is. That's not that hard at all. He has not done much substantial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to right. be honest with you, the Lakers they got the they got a, 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 the cast of the Temptations. You know what I'm saying? These guys, these guys are older. These guys are older than dirt, and you know and the Calvin, guys, and, they might and, and, just like their last dance. So if he can make them do their last dance and be, you know, prolific in some ways. Then you know what? All power to him. I don't see it happening. But Carmelo, in hand, you got your hands full. Most definitely do. What's the so, question, Dre? What was the question? I answered me and Tay didn't answer nothing. How you feel? Y'all answered about Darvin Ham and, and LeBron. Everybody pretty much answered. Nobody really cares. So it don't really matter. It really don't. It, 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 you know, it was more or less, yo, this was going on in the news. Yeah. Sorry. Four four. Whatever. So, <laughs> the next topic. Josh Donaldson calls Tim Anderson Jackie, turning to him as Jackie Robinson um, multiple times during an, um, a baseball game. And Mr. Uh, what's the name? Mr. Anderson did not like that, causing uh, a couple brawls. Donaldson said he has called Anderson that a few times in the past couple years. But then he doubles down. He said um, him and Anderson has an understanding. And then he then proceeds to not apologize to Anderson, but apologizes to Jackie Robinson's uh, widow. So, Tay. Why me first? (laughs) No. (laughs) Tay. I will remove. Wait, what's the least? (laughs) What? (laughs) So. I think, what do you think gonna, about? I think my, my reputation is going to be tarnished by my thoughts on this. So I think we just rather than just not say anything. So, so are you pleading the fifth on this? I'm pleading the fifth on this. Okay. So Matt and Pete, this on y'all. I agree with Pete. I don't give like, come on, man. Does everything got to come on, bro? Come on. And I don't, I hope Pete's not doing this because he's a Yankee. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, in general, like, if somebody called me Jackie Robinson and kickball, I would feel I would feel pride in that. I'm just saying. I'm just. I mean, I know how good Jackie Robinson was and how revolutionary Jackie Robinson was. So if this is really, I, I get how some people could take offense to it with the time that it is in the world today, but I just think we grabbing at straws. At straws, I was about to say straws like a real southern person right now, but. Yeah, like I feel like it's just pick our battles. Is that the is that the right phrase to say? Like pick our battles. Being compared to Jackie Robinson is that really a bad thing? I'm not a person who believes in picking our battles, but I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like right. on one hand, I can I can see why you're like, well, you know, he is comparing him to Jackie Robinson, but in a way, he's not. This is all from uh, uh like he was uh, called for a Sports Illustrated article from 2019. 
because Tim Anderson had a lot going on in terms of trying to get the game together, trying to, to soften up the still it's still racial divide. You know how many black MLB players do you have? I mean, um, yeah, maybe we baseball players do you have? I feel like still black athletes in all sports, including basketball, still have that still that issue going on where they're not completely respected enough amongst yeah, just don't play with my just don't play with my name. Just, right. just you know, just Anderson. I don't think he should have been suspended. I'm gonna just be honest. At all. No, I don't yeah. think he should have been suspended either. I don't think he should have been suspended. Like, if I'm beefing with you, I'm I'm calling you I'm calling you worse than Jackie. I'm calling you everything but a child. Fight. Was there like a brawl for this shit? Like we fought. You it was caught like the three fan different brawls in the game. It like you caught the fan. Every time I see you, it's on site. We that's all it needs to be. Leave Tim it at Anderson, that. Tim Anderson is a diva. Let's just call it what it is. This is a man who will make a mountain out of every single molehill he finds. As Dre said in 2019 in a, in a Sports Illustrated interview, Tim Anderson himself said. I feel like the modern day Jackie Robinson. Damn lie. I feel like the modern day Jackie Robinson. And he said that himself. Now, of course, listen, is Josh Donaldson a problematic person? Yes, he is. 100%. Josh Donaldson Donaldson is is a problematic person, and he always has been. He's known to trash talk people, right? He's known to, to do all these different different things long before he came to the Yankees. So he did what he's known to do. And he went out there and he said, hey, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. As long as it wasn't the N-word or the C-word. Right. And, and it became – and Tim Anderson want to have C-word? a problem. Cone. You know. And Tim Anderson wanted to have a I'm sorry, with Pete, it. real quick. Why would a white man call a black man a coon? I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to figure, try figure this out. <laughs> like, well, it's he I don't think Tim Anderson is from the street. So I mean, it is different type of time if you used to call me a bitch or like you call me the, the B word, the N word, or the C word, it's on site. He calls him Jackie facetiously. So there's no it's like Jesus. he knew what he was saying. Facetious, F A C E T. I know you know how to spell. All right. I know. I, I know you know how to spell. Finish it. T I O U S. You tried to play me on. The- <laughs> <laughs> yes, finish oh, it for the fans. Yes, finish it for the fans. It's not I for me. I know. It. I know you can spell it. I'm just saying, finish it for the fans. I know you can spell it. You tried that to pull me out. I felt the same way. Like I felt the same way that Tim Anderson felt. So anyhow, he was, I mean, he knew what he was saying. He was wrong for saying it. Do I feel like the repercussions were, you know, and to be honest with you too, let me tell you something. The M, the M, the MLB is not known for being the most racially um, accepting league. So I kind of see the sensitivities around it. But I, I don't feel like Tim Anderson should be calling himself the, the Jackie Robinson of this era. My month, my month has been interesting. By the way, you gotta be at least sixty-five, brother. Gotta have a. You can't be like Travis Kelsey. You can't be. Like no, I'm so mad about Travis Kelsey and Kayla. She deserves the best. No, well, it ain't that it. fun to watch. But, but Jackie Robinson had to go through a lot to bring the fun back into baseball. Exactly. 
I think I don't think he wants to put, bring the fun back into baseball. He tried to put himself as a Jackie Robinson because he'll be the most prolific black player in this generation. Pete, I'm sorry to interrupt. You were saying something. No, Jackie, listen, Jack, Jackie. I understand, you know, Josh Donaldson apologizing to Jackie Robinson's family. I respect that. I understand that. And that was what he should have done. But I don't think he should have been suspended. He was he was trash talking in the baseball game and Tim Anderson felt some type of way. Listen, I don't know what they do in Tuscaloosa, Alabama to deal with problems. But, you know, if you if you if you felt some type of way about it, you say but he made a mountain out of a molehill and it was it was unnecessary. What? What 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 kind of Kendrick Perkinsism is that? What would it a mountain out of a what? A mountain out of a heard that time? You never heard that? Bro. What I part of the South did you live in? Not Clearly not his part of the South. I've never not, heard of that. I heard that term before. I use it I, all the time. I've, I've heard that heard. term up here. Like, yeah, I use that term all the time. You said what? I've never heard Matt, that. just don't go outside. I don't. I, I stay out of trouble that way. But if you want my opinion, Tim Anderson is a bitch. Let's let's just be wrong. Wow. Let's just be there. He it, it, it wow. has to be said. I'm sorry. It has to be said. Oh, like like what, what was that? What was the phrase that you just made? A mountain out of a molehill. What was it? Yeah, yeah. I said I used it right. It wasn't yeah. that deep. I know I shouldn't say that because you know my wife gets. <laughs> it's not that deep. It really isn't that deep. I really feel like you were just looking for something. Like you were really looking for something to get mad about. Like. People trash talk. That's what makes these games competitive. You want to live if if you said it yourself. You wanted to be like you're the modern day Jackie Robinson, whatever the case may be. You don't think Jackie Robinson heard some shit in his day? It wasn't Jackie. Let's be one hundred. Well, it wasn't Jackie. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not that deep, bro. Like it really isn't. So for you to react that way and to be on live TV dry snitching. Over something that's not really that deep, you a bitch. I'm sorry. That's just how that goes. You probably not gonna be a fan of the Yer show. It is what it is. That was a real bitch move. That's just my point. It's you could have just kept it on. It's on site every time I see you. It's spooky hours every time. Which it shouldn't be on site at all, bro. You just you just making yourself look worse. You you making yourself and and this could be crazy, but you're making yourself look looking like the angry black man. I'm not angry. I don't think that's fair. I mean, I I see both. Like I said, I see both sides. I don't feel like the mm-hmm. Josh Anderson should have not Josh Anderson, Josh Donald, whatever the hell his name mm-hmm. is. Um. Yeah, yeah. Read it. Read it. Right, another thing Donaldson, another thing Donaldson said. said during his interview post game was him and Tim was joking about that a couple of years ago, where he calls him a Jackie. Well, he calls him Jackie, and they had last night. He wants to be mad. Yeah, keep the same energy. Tim, Tim, oh, I'm not saying. He Tim said is Tim is a bitch. <laughs> like I said, and was, was tired of beating up on him. I'm not getting on. I'm not getting on the super internet for calling a black athlete a bitch. I'm not doing that. Look, see, and I, all right, can I, we 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 at that we at that hour in a sense? All right, I gotta I gotta be that. All right, I'll be that person. I don't care. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not call you out on your shit because we're black. You got to be held responsible. For, you got to be held accountable for some of the shit that you do. So keep that in mind when Shannon Sharp and uh, Stephen A. Smith be like, "Oh, Kyrie's a bitch." I don't have a problem with it, but I feel like 
we're not gonna go there. That's that's for after hours. We'll do that later. But regardless, Tim Anderson was a whole bitch for this. It wasn't that deep. Let it go. Go with light skin Jesus. He and 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 let and let Tim it go. Tim Anderson is trying so hard. And he, listen, here's where I applaud Tim Anderson. He's playing. He's trying so hard to be the vocal black athlete. In in baseball, that doesn't have a vocal black athlete, and I respect yes. him and I, I commend him for that. But yes. the way he goes about doing it, and the way he goes about carrying himself, making everything a big deal when it's not, makes him, as Dre said, he just starts to come off as the angry black man that has a problem with everything. Well, why and that's not angry? the way he wants to come off. Angry. I don't think it's angry black. He started a fight. It was fights. He, it was more than one yeah. fight. It was more than yeah, one it fight. Was three fights in the same game because of it. <laughs> hey man. I honestly Pete, I get what you're saying. That's why I said pick your battles. Like you know, and yeah, listen, yeah. he almost had the same fight with his manager when Tony LaRussa was hired to be the manager of the White Sox last year. And he said, you know, they asked him about Tim Anderson because Tim Anderson has some, like, you know, off-the-wall antics as a player. And LaRusso's an old-school baseball manager. And he said, I, we're, I'm going to have to talk to Tim about that and, and, and see where we go from there. Tim Anderson immediately took it left. and was like, I'm not changing who I am. I'm not this. I play baseball this way. Ba 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 It's just like, bro. It's not that big of a deal. Not that deep. Well, something that is a bit of a big deal is Travis Kelsey not giving the girlfriend money. No, we. No, that that was crazy. That just came out last night. That yeah, what you talking about? That um, Travis Kelsey was dating this fine ass black woman named Kayla Nicole. She Mm. is fine. Like she is way over his league. Is that with an H, Kayla? With he an H? broke up with him because he made he her pay half the bills and only gave her a hundred dollars their entire time together. Hold on, what? Rightfully Wait, what? so. City boys Wait, what? up. City boys what, what? down. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, you want to talk about city boys down? City boys up. How about Shorty who got broken up with by a guy because he said his job was more important and she started dating his boss? City boys down again, y'all. City boys down again. <laughs> Nah, City Boys is up. When, tomorrow, hold on, is it, 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 tomorrow, um, Black China gonna have her kids? Ain't that tomorrow? That's uh, tomorrow, yeah, City, right? Oh, nah. City nah, Boys we, back up. City yeah. Boys is down because she only get to keep her kids. She only needs to have her kids for one day. She get okay. both her kids. She get both her kids for one day and one of them on Monday. She might get oh. them both on Memorial Day. You like, never, never know. <laughs> so the, the the rumor is, mm. the rumor is uh, that. Kayla Nicole. Um, she verified on Instagram. She, yeah, she went. First of all, she, follow her on all platforms because she is beautiful. That's number one. She's beautiful soul inside and out. Okay, and yes. So he better be lucky because he'll be on another season of Catching Kelsey. Okay. Follow. Yeah, I knew, apparently I knew he had that broken up. I knew he had that broken up. That, that she had to have dumped him because he was turning a little bit less urban in his recent posts. So hold up. He charged her one hundred dollars. No, no, no. They he made her split everything in the five years that they were dating. They dated for five years. <laughs> Kayla only got a hundred dollars from Travis in five years. Um, Kayla had complained about not getting expensive gifts. Uh, no. she, 
she claimed she was she claimed she was forced to buy her clothes at Zara because she had bills to pay. She's right. She's right. No, she's not. She is. How? Hold on. Okay. How is she not right? Right. Yo. How is she not right? Oh, is it shit. his responsibility? Oh, his responsibility to buy her clothes? Oh yes. man, he's just oh. following what Marshawn Lynch it's said. About, it's not about buying her clothes, but the thing is, if you, let me no, I'm talking about the, I'm just talking about the clothes part. I'm just talking about the clothes part. Let me tell you something. Okay. okay. Being fair. Yes. If I'm a millionaire, and my man ain't a millionaire, right? Yes. Why would we come half on the rent? I agree. I agree with that part. So the fact that if he was taking care of the basic necessities, mm-hmm. then she should be able to buy her own clothes. Telco. That's a Who's new Telco? I used to when I was broke. I've I never know. shopped at Telco ever. And I've well, been broke before. I've been broke, broke like me. Well, I'm apparently what he had that out her. I think what he split with her was uh, dinners, dinners, trips, all of that. Say something. <laughs> a man ain't gonna tell. A man ain't gonna tell me. No. <coughs> Put your asses on mute. Put your asses on mute right now. Take your head. <laughs> Put your asses on mute right now. Dre, put your ass. Pete, thank you. First of all. If you make a gazillion amount of dollars, you're one of the highest paid tight ends in the league. You should feel ashamed of yourself that you are splitting rent with your girlfriend. That is an embarrassment. As an embarrassment. Okay? That is really cheap. And to be honest with you, number two, if you were taking care of your girl's basic needs, she already got a Fenty sponsorship on her own. She's getting her... When a woman does things and hustles on her own, a real man is going to do what he can to be the wind beneath her wings, not treat her like she is his financial equal. You get what I'm saying? The thing is, at the end of the day, if she was somebody who was the millionaire in this, people would expect her to hold her man down, right? So what you going to do for your woman? I'm not saying that he had to buy her clothes and shoes and bags and stuff like that. But like, if she's living with you and you are multimillionaire, your girl should not be shopping at no damn Zara. I don't even shop at Zara. And I'm and and I'm not gonna say I'm single, but I'm single and I don't even shop at Zara. And I'm pretty sure I don't make as much money as them. I'm pretty sure you do. No. Pretty sure you do. No, I for, I live in the hood. So I so looking this up while you were talking. That is not a choice. I was I was I was looking this up Tay, while you were making you making your case. And I agree with you on that point. From everything that I'm reading, Pete, don't even start because you know you buy your girlfriend everything. Okay, you can't even make you can't even make the show because of your girlfriend. So don't even come and tell me nothing. She got you there. I'm going to guarantee you know that all that all that 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 P whip stuff. So don't even Matt. Don't don't chime in because you don't be making the show because you're white. I'm married. I'm married. Didn't you, didn't you have to rush from the show because you had to make your, your pool some snickerdoodles or something like that? I had to make her work. <laughs> she had to work. She had to work 12 hours. Okay. And I wanted to make so sure don't come over here don't and talk about how Travis Kelsey is right. I didn't say he was right. I'm just saying with, he's listening to Marshawn Lawrence. Now all three of y'all is with Black Cool Whip, okay? I'm just Thank saying. You. 
what Marshawn Lynch said, check, make sure you check your body and you take care Check your chicken. Check. Yeah, exactly. Just, you just, you got to do what you got to do. I bet you Patrick Mahomes don't make his wife now pay for everything. He married? I didn't even he know he was married. married. He, he didn't like to pay for rent and nothing. For I'm gonna go half on it. No, no, it was the dates, the dates, the trips. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. I'm a hustling ass woman. I make my own. I do my. I do my own thing. So I'm bringing my own to the table. I have two master's degrees. I'm a boss. I'm not gonna take that away from myself. But if I'm gonna split rent with somebody, it's gonna be my mother or my homies. I'm not splitting rent with, with no man that I live with. I'm just saying, I think I figured out why this relationship was doomed from the start. Go. No, I, I put it in the chat. Oh. So I'm going to read it out loud. Unless it's crazy. No, 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 don't no, read it out loud. Yeah. 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 Y'all yeah. 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 women hate it. You see, I'm the president of the, the he, the she rock. She woman. Men hate. She rock men hate. Angela Bassett not, ass ain't talking. I know Angela you ain't Bassett, talking. I would never. I would never. Burning shit low. up everywhere you go. I would never stoop that low. Stop it. I would never stoop that low. I would never stoop that low. You're I have too much. Between I have and hate but at the end of the day, if I'm splitting rent with somebody, it's with my homies or my mother. So not I'm, not, I'm not living with no man, splitting rent with no man, honey. Not when Why I have my not? home. I'm not doing that. It's no. a team. No, I'm not splitting rent with no man. It's a I'll team. My, okay, I'll be a team with my homies. <laughs> that, that, that is crazy. We'll be roommates, me and my homies. Because if I could do that, you can't tell. You can't tell a woman who got her own. You know what I'm saying? I do bad by myself. So why go through the headaches of, of taking care of a man and living with him if I got to pay? Imagine, I work just as hard. I work hard. So I'm going to come home, split rent with you, and pay bills to them. Can we define taking care of a man? And, co- and, and cook it clean for your funky ass, too? No, thank you. I'll pass. Hard pass. Can we define taking care of a man, please? I, I, I got to hear this. No, what that's on a whole different episode. That is on a whole I already went through that. Travis Kelsey, you Travis Kelsey, you're a bum. And you know how much I you know I love Travis Kelsey. He fumbled. He fumbled. He fumbled the bag. I don't know what a snickerdoodle is. I don't know what she was talking about. I made my wife a damn salad. No, you made her some snick you made your boo-boo some snickerdoodles and you had to jump off the show. You said I gotta make my wife some lunch. So don't come up on here and start to talk that city boy shit because that was to make both of us some lunch because we know, both had to work. You know you got your hair cut so you can go see your girlfriend in Jersey so you could disappear for three. We don't hear from your ass unless it's business hours, okay? Jeez. So don't play with me. You forgot Dre. You you just gonna go on me and Pete. You ain't gonna yeah, say nothing about Dre. On you and Pete because Dre is anytime I call Dre and, t- and take Dre Dre is the first person to always. To respond in the chat, so he's good. That's with not me. fair. That's not right at all. You I, I, I be snickerdoodling and cuddling. Up. I got, I got yeah. kids. What you? What okay, you I got kids. Oh, kids. now you blaming it on the kids? They be having my phone. What you want me to do? Get them, get them phone, and let them skate. Yeah, they don't, don't want to skate no more. I was say coming from a woman, coming from a woman that was married, and coming from a woman. Let me say something. I'm not splitting rent with somebody that make more money than me. I'm not doing it. I live by myself. What the fuck is a snickerdoodle? I've never heard of this. It is a cinnamon cookie with cinnamon. Cinnamon sugar cookie. Yeah. Yeah, he knew he put he knew he sliced up the damn cookies and put them in the salad. He know he made a whole care package 
I did not. Like I made a salad. We no, have fruits. she deserves that, and she deserves snickerdoodles. So go make us some snickerdoodles. No, snickerdoodles. we're on a diet. We're just eating salad and fruits. Yeah, but then you're drinking alcohol. Slowly. So you're not really on a diet. Why am I drinking alcohol, Ty? I know, but you always drinking alcohol. So That's not true. You can't drink and be on a diet. Now I'm drinking now and tomorrow. That's it. All right. All right. And then don't say you want to die. And then make. Well, I'm make, getting ready to die for this weekend. Make tea some snickerdoodles today. She's all the way to New York right now. She she. Well, she, make it for her when she comes. Make sure, make sure she has her snickerdoodles when she come back. Give it, she gonna love snickerdoodles. I want my snickerdoodles on the counter when I come oh, back. Yeah, please, you gonna make some snickerdoodles please, please, too? Because you know you're making a seven course meal for your girl. Please, you changed up since you got a girl. You can't. And I've been I saying that. that can't the rice and I beans. Wish somebody, I wish somebody would have me on crazy. Oh, probably made his rice and beans. I can cook. I can chef it up. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you know, you know, you gained the hot forty pounds since you've been in a fucking relationship. Okay, that's what relationships do. That's what relationships do, huh? Why I never did that. We not gonna get into that because I had a response for that. We just gonna leave that alone. Say it. Say it. Say it. Look. Say it. I'm good. I'm straight. The final topic. Look, she took an ear off. Wow, my stock portfolio went up. Um, yeah, <laughs> pounds because all y'all, all you do is sit there cooking cuddle. Netflix and chill. All you do is cook and cuddle and watch superhero movies, right, Pete? I no. doubt it. I doubt it. He's watching. Yeah. All y'all, he's watching. This is us. You count down the. You count down no, the minutes. I have not. Count <laughs> down the minutes for this show to be over. My, I know you watching. This is us. No, sit there like no, baby, no. baby, baby. <laughs> what, what happened with Jack, baby, baby? baby I swear, no, I swear on my mama. Okay. I swear on my mama and everything I love with my mama. I have never watched an episode of This Is Us. I have never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I have never watched an episode of Scandal. I bet you if your girlfriend wants to do your ass to do it, I bet your girlfriend wants to do it. How I, how I, how I, how to commit murder or whatever. I have not watched none of it. How to get away with murder and Scandal was a good show. Scandal was a good show. But at the end of the day, three whipped men is not going to tell me that City Boys is up. I'm married. Because I at the end of the day, and I'm for you to tell me. I'm feeding for you to tell me what's wrong with me. I'm feeding. I'm feeding. I'm not going to do this. I do this in live. So the final, the final topic. I dare you. I dare you. You beat your men. We've already had this conversation. I never. I never put my hands. You beat your men. I never. None of Yes, you do. Ever tell you that? Let me tell you something. They're afraid to talk in front of you. Why? In relationships and stuff, I'm very mild mannered. Give me my space because I'm working 90 90% of the time. I'm working. Give me my That's space and I'll give you your man. space. That's real mild mannered. Leave me the fuck alone. I just came home from work. That's real mild mannered. Exactly. I don't, I don't <laughs> exactly. Say, I don't she said, Leave me the fuck alone. But she no, leave me okay, the fuck alone. Let me say something. Let me. <laughs> I'm on my ex's favorite ex because they <coughs> is that part of the NDA they had to sign? Exactly. Are y'all talking? <laughs> y'all talking? Y'all talking? talking? I'm a very good girlfriend. I'm a very good girlfriend. 
You, you gotta be 65, I've man. My, I've never got a on my boyfriend. You gotta be 65, man. And you gotta have you gotta have AARP is gotta be all that, on bro. fire. I know you're trying to shoot your shot, but it's really yeah. looking like a half court shot from now, bro. Sorry. Should, I don't think from, he's trying to shoot his shot. He but man, you shoot from outside of the, the building. Try to get it. Don't, put, don't do that. Don't don't put him on, on the block. You gotta be 65. He looks he's at least not, he's not shooting 30. His, he's not shooting his shot. He's just, you know, he's just engaging in our conversation because y'all trying to play me, making it seem like I beat men and stuff like that. You like do. I can fight a man, but I'm not gonna fight a man. Quick question. If you, you can't buy me hands on a man, huh? Have you ever put your hands on one of your boyfriends or your significant other? No, yes. All right. Then. But no. Next topic. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. We know the story because it was actually self-defense. Get it out. Get it out of here. I'm a, I was a survivor. No. I was. I was a survivor of attempted domestic violence. Right. And when I say attempted, because he he did he forgot who he was dating and put his hands on me, and he no, woke up like forgot. Captain Falcon. <laughs> he deserved it. He put his hands on me. I know, bro. We just exactly. We're not shooting a shot. I know. We, we, we know. We know. We know. We know. We know. We mess with everybody on here. So thank you for final, watching. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. The final topic: Cap finally gets a shot on the NFL team, possibly. And guess what team it is? It is the Raiders. With all the drama surrounding, uh, what I forgot that who Pete? What is the coach's name? The ex coach, John Gruden. Yeah, John Gruden raises ass and, and and all this other stuff. By the <laughs> so. way, the NFL declined to toss out his lawsuit because the Raiders have put in uh, an injunction for the NFL to toss out his lawsuit for his wrongful termination, and the NFL declined to throw out the lawsuit. So that means there must be something there. <laughs> okay, Roger. I see you do, do your thing a little bit sometimes. But um, what do you think for Cap? Um, he's finally getting a chance, a tryout. Do you, um, Derek Carr is still balling a little bit for them, though. But Cap may basically be a backup. Um, I still think Kaepernick is still better than majority of the quarter. Well, not majority anymore, but mo- a lot of the quarterbacks in the league now. Um, do you think this is his shot to be back in the in the league? Call me when somebody signed him to a contract, because. Call me when somebody signed him because I've already I've been I've been following this since it happened, and and the follow up report was the workout went well he looked good but there's no plans to sign him to a contract right now so what are we doing here? Call me when somebody wants to sign him to a contract because I'm tired of hearing about the workouts and the tryouts and we're bringing him in and we're gonna give him a look and then he's walking out without a contract. Call me when somebody signs him. Then we could talk about he's getting a shot. Until then, it's conjecture. I feel like this is his best opportunity. If any, I feel as if um, this will be. I could see him as a backup quarterback to Carr. I I could see the Raiders taking that plunge. You get what I'm saying? Um, if anything, this is the this is his only shot. This is his only shot. Well, I don't feel comfortable talking about Colin Kaepernick without Larry Morgan on on, on the show, on you know, talking about it. <laughs> nah, honestly, this sounds like some Tim Tebow shit to me. I I, I personally don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Like, he has a better purpose. I don't want to see him 
play backup or just dressed up just, you know, to wait for Derek Carr to get injured if he doesn't get injured. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's some Tim Tebow shit to me, honestly. You remember Tim Tebow? He got he, he worked out. He went to camp. He got released. <laughs> like, that, just that quick. Like, that's what it sounded like to me. Colin Kaepernick guys have played in, what, six years? Just I'm done. Uh, this, is, this is pretty much... I don't want to say this is what it is, cause but I gotta be honest, you know, for the people that listen and expect that from us, mm-hmm. it just sounds like them them trying to like recoup from the John Gruden shit, and that's just what it, that's what it sounds like to me. It's just more media attention for the Raiders right now because they haven't really had great press within the last two years, you know, with the receiver doing what he did, John Gruden and his bullshit. It's just a whole bunch of negative you know karma on that end so it's like eh, let's you know let, let, let's get people on outside because we you know we're working out colin kaepernick he's the people's he's the people's guy right now no like pete said if he gets signed then you know we'll make a thing out of it but then it got to be like we're going to actually see him play type shit for it to be news it's just again it's just him working out it is what it is and it's interesting what Stephen A. had to say. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> what what, what Stephen A. have to possibly say about this? Well, no, Stephen A. had no problem with, with anything happening, but he was kind of offended. He was like, he's like, he's tired of hearing people in the NFL who are currently playing day in and day out in the NFL talking about Colin Kaepernick belonging to the NFL right now. Like, this man has been away from the game for six to seven years. He's been away, right? not by choice. Right, but he has not – what he was saying was the sense of every single day NFL players talk about how hard it is to play in the NFL in the day-to-day grind and the hits your body takes and all of that. To sit here and say that somebody who hasn't played a, a single play in organized football for seven years can walk onto a football field right now and be an elite quarterback, that's – according to Stephen A., it's disrespectful to those guys who are doing it day in and day out in the NFL every day because we expect this guy to just walk onto the field seven years later like like he's Jesus? It'll be a political statement more than an actual, like, um, it'll be more for, for I don't want to say retribution, but a form of, like, a reparation than anything else, honestly. Pretty much. That's what but, it is. And if he goes out there and he, and he I feel like a team has to put him on this. Uh, at least for, uh, I, I just feel like you, we did so much behind it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, give this man a chance. Like, just give him a chance. Stephen A needs to shut up. Tell him to put on but some what back. happens if he goes out there and he shits the bed? Okay, well, then at least they gave him the chance. At least he wasn't, at least he wasn't, at least it was his own choices and not because he was black gold. When he was playing, wasn't he like RG three? No, we didn't get a chance to see the the the, the degradation. All right, I gotta, see, I, I gotta see him play. Yeah. I gotta Great go play for some men. Shout out to the job says that works. Everybody on the Shop Tips Network. See what y'all started saying that to be beat up on men. That's why she braided her hair. She about to take the earrings out too. Yeah, she about to put some Vaseline <laughs> on the wrist. I know. I'm going to a party. 
Yo, you she about to pop up at your house. That better relax and leave. She ain't gonna drive them three hours. She ain't gonna drive them three hours. You not drive them three hours. I ain't even worried about it. I ain't worried about it. You ain't driving them three hours. You ain't gonna do it. You big cameraman. Anissa's would love to see you, but I know you ain't gonna do it. So I ain't worried about it. So. For the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. For BK Matt. For the queen, Queen Tay. <laughs> it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace. <laughs>